By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 107.1. It is BS.show. Shelly? Are you Brad? Shelly? Brad? I've missed you four days. You know, that's a law against that. You know, if you don't do a radio show together for four days, you know what happens? You decide you don't want to do it anymore? You get hired at WNBC in New York. That's what happens. <laughs> so you and I have to move to New York, work at WNBC. I don't even know WNBC exists anymore. I think it's gone. You know, all the good old radio stations, KCBS, WCBS, they all have goofy call letters. We have the world's best, Crap KRAP. We do. I had something over the weekend. So are you the crap guy? That's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it is Tuesday. And you said it with pride. I did. And they're going. You know. <laughs> wow. Every time I, you know, every time I wear my crap shirt, you've got one. Remember we? we yes. The bright we yellow give, one. Didn't we give some of those away? We gave some of those away. We and, did. Right. Every time I wear it, I get weird looks. You know, we we need to. You know, there's all these people making money selling. You know, some some swag selling. You know, stuff like that. We just need to have our own line of. And I actually looked it up. You're gonna laugh at me, but I looked up the website crapware. Dot com and somebody already has it. I was going to be, hey, buy some crapware. Somebody already has. I don't know. Somebody has crapware.com. Don't ask me what they're doing with it, but it's crapware.com. So anyway, I'll look it up again. Did see. you? Did check I what? The website? I'll do. Hold, I'll do it right now. I looked at this before. Uh, crapware. <laughs> K-R-A-P-W-E-A-R. <laughs> You've been to Martha's, but no. Dot com. The village Crap- of three creeks. Hold on. Crapware.com. Um, it's a, it's in Chinese. It's like, and it looks like it may be a porno site. Honest to God. Oh, oh, it far- get off there. No, no, no. Seriously, it forwards to. I've seen this before. I don't understand this. Maybe someone, and this is something that I've seen a lot because I'm an internet, you know, a web, what a web dude. Storms? No, 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 no. There's all these sites. It forwards to one two seven four 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 dot com. There's all these sites on the internet that are done in either Chinese or Japanese. I don't know. I can't really tell. I guess it's probably it's probably Japanese, okay? And they it's all link they all link to these number websites. And it's weird. They've got like like it's something to do with numerology or something like that. In other words, on this when you go to when you go to crapware.com it it has a choice. You can go to one two seven four 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 dot com or four zero eight four 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 dot com, and it's got all these crazy weird links on here with numbers on it. I Maybe mean, you're on the dark web. No, there's and there's Back something, up. and then it says three sixty, and then there's like these little icons forty seven oh three twenty four twelve forty four sixteen plus. Maybe it's some kind of lottery Bingo. deal. It might be some kind of lottery deal. I don't know what this is. And then there's 771.com and three percent. I see that eight 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 one eight eight eight. Um, and then there's arrows pointing. Oh, you know, it must be, it must be some kind of gambling site. Cause there's a, there's a picture of a slot machine with sevens rolling around, stuff like that. I don't know, I don't know what it is. It's sort of weird. And it has all these Okay. Di- well, people, if you're listening to Brad, don't go on those websites. Oh, look at this. She doesn't have any clothes on. Oh my God. It's got, it's got some kind of a porn really? site. That's what it is. Really? 0085.com. I oh no, no, hold really it. Say hold it. Because I wasn't going to call in. Hold it. I was going to let you call me. Yeah, and I was, <laughs> I, I had this all played out in yeah. my mind. Yeah, I, I answer. I would answer the phone, PTs. Yeah, right. And you'd say, 
I don't know what you would say. What would you say? I don't know. Hold. I'm going to go look this one. Zero zero eight die. Are you serious? No, hold on. I'm, I I think this I'm is... talking about glitter and PT, and you're still on that gaming site. Well, I don't know exactly. Here, let me look at this one. Zero zero eight five. Probably illegal. No, it's something to do with lottery numbers or something. Like I said, it's all Chinese or Japanese, or maybe maybe it's in North Korean, and they're. <laughs> Just... No, not not something to laugh about. Focus, Brad. Focus. We, you have a radio show to do. We had the story last week, which was a very sad story. What's of, that? Remember the two North Korean teenagers who were killed, who were assassinated, are executed because what was their sin? They were watching. They were watching K-pop videos and watching North Korea or South Korean movies, and they were brought to a town square. Uh, so one of the North Korean government officials uh, read their charges against them. And they were shot by a firing squad. And they were like 17 and 18 years old. I mean, like, think about, you know, here in the United States, if that would be the, the you know, if, if you were watching K-pop videos, I think every woman in the country would probably have been executed by now, right? I mean, because at, at one point in time, every woman has watched. I'm telling you. I don't know if you know this I or not. I only watch K-pop videos because of you. Well, you watch you watch the BTS stuff. You watch the BTS. Yeah. Right, right. That, well, that's what I'm saying. Because there are so many women. I've seen this on the internet, and it must be true. There are so many women who are in love with the BTS guys. You know, I mean, oh my God, the BTS, and they know them all. I have no idea what their names are. I think they're all in the army now. Remember they had that controversy where they were supposed yeah, to Yeah, I, I remember that. Well, let, me, let me look that up. Are... BTS are BT BTS in the army. Let's see what it says. Uh, the biggest boy band in the pop world is joining the military. Members of K-pop phenomenon BTS will be enlisting the South Korean military through a policy known as conscription, which was, requires all able-bodied men to serve at least 18 months. And this was an article written. This is on CNBC, November 14th. So it's yeah, so. It uh, goes on to say that's that's just a little short. That's that's a whole article, right? That's a whole article, right there. Now, hold um, the impact of BTS's military service is likely to have economic consequences. As data suggests, BTS is generating estimated three point nine billion dollars in economic value per year towards the South Korean economy. Three point nine billion. <laughs> is that that's a lot. Is that bizarre or what? Three point nine billion. <sighs> anyway. So, did you have a good Christmas? I, it was lovely. It was very low key, and um, but it was lovely. Do you know we have all sorts of new listeners this morning? We do. Everybody stuck at Lambert. <laughs> did, <laughs> did you Did you yeah. hear this yesterday? I heard this statistic, and I'm thinking to myself, can that be right? Two thirds, two thirds, sixty six percent of Southwest Airlines, specifically Southwest Airlines flights yesterday, were canceled, which means. Because- the weather i mean oh. and, and because they talked about how how because of the snowstorms and stuff like that you know keep in mind the planes go from point a to b to c to d and if one of them gets stuck at like point c then the entire you know thing's screwed up and let's say let's say the point you know the plane starts out in st louis and ends up in phoenix for the day let's say it's going like you know to like dallas and and Denver Chicago. and San Francisco. Well, it's, well, it could be. So in other words, it goes a bunch of ways. And it's supposed to end up back in St. Louis for that same flight the next morning. But it gets stuck in Denver because it can't take off. That screws everything else up. All Then the flights from you know all the cities it was supposed to have gone to that day before it got stuck are canceled. And then the next day, 
the plane's supposed to be back in St. Louis to take off with another flight at, you know, 6 o'clock in the morning, and it can't because it's not here. And by the way, did you, the smartest woman in the world sent me this video, and it's it's funny, but it's sad. The Buffalo Bills football team played on the road Sunday, and when they got back to their their cars on Monday, they were, like, buried under four feet of snow. And it's all the because f- they plowed them in. Well, no, no, it just they had, they had four feet of snow in 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 Buffalo, and they had drifts up to six feet. It's sad. I heard the chief of police of Buffalo on on the radio last night. You know, they were interviewing them and talked uh-huh. about how the police are finding. I mean, this is sort of not the kind of stuff we should talk about in mornings, but it's sad. They're finding cars that have been snowed in, and they dig them out, and the people are dead inside. They died of either either hypothermia or they died of. Well, I don't think they die of starvation that quick. They died of probably hypothermia. They're finding people literally who like were like trying to, you know, you know, dig themselves out of their houses, laying like in their front yards, dead, you know, heart attacks. I mean, I think the death toll in Buffalo alone is up to like 40 people. I mean, I was going like, holy cow. They had 43. They already had a snowstorm that came through the week before. Over the weekend, they had 43 inches of snow. 43 inches of snow. That's, Buffalo, New York? Yes, that's 43 inches of snow. It's almost four feet. Stand up. It is. Stand up to most people, most women, four feet is probably up to like their chin. You know what I mean? Yep. And are the chin or are a little bit below that, up to their you-know-whats. Um, and I mean- Girls. Yes, think about that. Four feet of snow in like, it happened in like 24 hours. And I think in Buffalo- they still have a like almost martial law. You're not allowed on the streets. If you've got a Jeep or a, or a bulldozer or something like that that can traverse the streets, too bad. Unless you're taking somebody to the hospital or you're going to get medicine, you get pulled over, you get thrown in jail. They have a curfew? Well, no, it's just not allowed um, on the streets. Martial law? Yeah, you know what? And they've and you know what's happened? Really, it's interesting. The what's people that? of Buffalo who are upset about this have petitioned to have Kim Gardner come up be their prosecuting attorney so nobody will be arrested. <laughs> you know, she'll say, oh, all those Buffalo police, they're all racist. They're all on my list. If I, they come to me with a case, I'll just throw it out. If I do let it go through, I'll just never take it to trial. That's what the citizens of Buffalo. I mean, I mean there are people, there's a guy, a rich guy, who flew his private plane into St. Louis to try to pick up Kim Gardner and take her to Buffalo. Whatever. You don't believe me? <laughs> No. You don't believe me? No. She's got a reputation. You know, she's like a she's like a football coach. How do you make your football team better? We all have reputations. You right? hire a really good coach. How do you make your city better? You hire Kim Gardner. Okay. Simple as that. Alrighty then. You don't believe me, do you? No. <sighs> Man, it's terrible. It's two for two, brother. I do so much prep work for the show and you don't believe a word I say. That Al- is the prep work. Almost makes me tear up a little bit. Oh, shut up. You know, there are days when, when I, you know, I'm quite honestly, you just don't appreciate me. And, and you know, sometimes it's just hard to go on with the show. You know what I'm saying? Stop it. I, you're I, like an eight-year-old child. Stop I mean, it. It's terrible when you, you, you're you not appreciated and people make fun of you. You know, they talk about all these people who are, you know, who are ableists and things like that. Matter of fact, let's let's be honest with you. I'll be honest with the audience. I had a breakdown yesterday, and I called Shelly. I go, Shelly, I'm really in a bad way, and the weather's, you know, haven't seen anybody because I'm sort of quarantined at the radio station. I said, can you say anything to make me feel better? And she said, if you're drunk, nothing is better than biscuits and gravy from Denny's. Ah, oh, and I felt so much better. 
Wow. <laughs> no, actually, what would have happened was I uh, called Domino's and I had them deliver a pizza to where he was. He was trapped on the side of the road, but I had them deliver a pizza to him. So while he was waiting for whoever to come or he was get, mustering up the the uh, strength to get out of the car in the zero degree weather, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I don't know. How to... I was all kerfuffled. I was all kerfuffled. Yes. He's got oranges the size of beach balls. Wow. They're beating on him like he stole Christmas. That's the way I feel. They're beating on me like I stole Christmas. Okay, we have to take a break. 631. It is BS.show. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. 636. You there, Shelly? I am. Okay. Didn't think you disappeared there for a minute. Um, I'm sorry? I said I thought you disappeared there for a minute. By the way, I did finally be able, able to uh, watch those uh, videos. Of the, Chris, okay. of the Christmas party? The photo booth thing. Oh, yeah. They're sort yeah. of, you know, don't you think they're sort of weird? They are. We're, they're supposed to be a gif. I know, but they're weird. I Let's tell everybody what we're talking about, okay? We okay. went to We went to the O'Fallon Chamber of Commerce meeting last Tuesday. Matter of fact, a week ago today. Hard to believe it's been a week. And they had the most unique photo booth thing they it, did. It was it was fun. Well, it's like a pedestal you stand on, and there's like an arm that's on like some kind of a swivel or a gimbal or something like that that sticks out in front of you, and they spin, and it has a camera on it, and they spin this thing around. So it takes like a 360 degree, and not just one time, but it goes around you like three or four or five times. The lady, it does. The lady sets the thing up, right? You know, yep. I want people to understand that I'm not making this up. You're my, you're my backup on this. You get up on the little pedestal. I got up there with you and Santa Claus, and she hits this little button on the camera that's on this little arm that sticks out from the bottom of this thing, and she grabs it and pushes it, and it goes round and round and round. So in other words, it's it 360 degrees around you, circles around you, okay? And then you get a video, video, which is like, it's like a photo booth kind of thing that like for weddings and stuff like that. It's like a 360 degrees photo. Right. It's sort of video. Sp- it's sort of spooky. Didn't you think it was sort of spooky looking? Um, there was. I know that there that pedestal was completely full. <laughs> full of what? People. Oh no, you should have seen it. But when before I went, when I came in, there were five people on it. It was it was Caleb and and Santa Claus and uh, and Doctor L- no Doctor Lant and like three other people. I'm going. Oh, like, that is so funny. I'm telling you. Matter of fact, hold on a minute. I think I might even downloaded that video. Let me see if I can find it. I think I I downloaded it, but I can't get it to. That was a lovely meeting. What, when, I, when I tried to download it, it normally would save it into my pictures folder, but it, let me look if it did. Maybe it's saving it into your video folders. Now you'll have to separate them. No, personal? But, but in my in my in, in my business in my phone, I get business and. And personal, I mean business. And, I mean, what am I saying? I get. Did I not I, just say that. No, I get. I get. Uh, I get pictures and video in the same folder. So it should have just dumped it into the same folder. Whenever I save a video, it saves it into my pictures folder. Oh. You know, so I can watch it like that. And I've got some great videos. Oh my god, I've got some great videos. I I, I don't even think I want to touch that. <laughs> 
Okay. Explain to me. Here we go again. Explain to me a company which claims that they're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week for emergency tree removal. And when I call them, I get a voicemail and they say, you can text them at their number. I text them. I get no response. <laughs> How? What good is a company that claims they're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week for emergency tree removal? And when you try to contact them on a Monday, I know it's the Monday after Christmas, but they're not available. See, one of my... Usually that's the biggest return day of the year. Well, no, 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 no. I mean, I, I well, I, you know, I mean... Well, what, lo- did, what tree did you need to have taken down, like, immediately? I'm doing a favor for somebody. A favor for someone who had ice damage or snow damage last week. And to the point where if it doesn't come down quick, it's going to end up in their living room. But, you know, and I'm going like... See, what I what what cracks me up is for my entire life, my adult life, even going back like when I was 15, you know, started in the restaurant business, okay? I worked almost every stinking holiday from the time I was 15 till probably in my like mid to late 30s. I worked Christmas, I worked Easter, I worked Thanksgiving, you know, and mainly because of the fact that I worked for companies that just didn't shut down. When I was in college, I was a police dispatcher. You know, we just don't say, hey, I'm sorry, it's Christmas Day. Thanks for dialing 911. Leave us a message and we'll get back to you tomorrow. Have a good holiday. You don't hear that, right? Because you dial the phone, at least any place else but St. Louis City, you dial the phone 24-7-365 and you dial 911 and somebody answers the phone. And they said, you know, it's interesting. There's a philosophy behind this. They don't say, what is your emergency? They say, where is your emergency? You know why they do that? So they can get it right off the bat where they're at. Yeah, because most people would say like, oh, guy's trying to shoot me. Guy's trying to shoot me. You know, and because, and the dispatcher goes like, where are you? So what they start out with, they start out with, where's your emergency? I'm at my house, 5203 Mockingbird Lane. A guy's trying to shoot me. And that way the dispatcher can immediately dispatch a car. Because that way they don't have to say, okay, where? tell me exactly where your location is. Bang. If they ask you right off the bat, where's your emergency? And if you give the address, bang. They're already putting it in a computer and they're already, they're already dispatching bang. somebody out. Yeah, and, and they're, they're dispatching somebody out there to go bang, pow. You know, okay, hands up, bonk, bonk, bonk. Oh, no, no, they're not doing that. Okay. <laughs> anyway, how do we get talking about that? I don't know. It was you. I can't find the video. So anyway, I call this company, but see, that's one of my pet peeves because I'm a guy who's on, normally I go down and see my son uh, on Christmas. Matter of fact, I go see him on Christmas Eve and I drive back on Christmas Day. How crazy is that? I drive down to Pensacola, Florida, have dinner with him, turn back around the next morning and drive back. It's always it's good It's not dinner. that crazy. You've done it for years. Oh yeah. Well, I didn't do this past year because him and his girlfriend were at their, her parents' house. So he wasn't Ooh. in Florida. Yeah. Mm. I, I think it's getting serious. <laughs> I was going to say. When, when he's going to his Man. parents' house, her parents' house. Yeah. Things are, getting, things are getting serious. And I'm telling you, I've never said this to any one of my kids before, but when I met her for the first time, I was blown away. I thought to myself, dude, you have met the world's best woman. Marry this woman right away before she gets away. She's the one, she's got a doctorate degree. Here's my son, a high school dropout, and he's he's you know has this girlfriend who's like a has I can't remember what her I think it's called she has a DPT she's like a doctor of physical therapy you know yeah. I mean so many things are changing nurse practitioners used used to be NPs now they're doctors their their program is now like it's not a master's degree program it's a, like a doctorate level program so when they when they graduate they're act, actually have the term doctor and the same thing in physical therapy there's there's um. 
three people over at the Day Institute where David goes that have their doctorate in physical therapy. Right. That's the that's the latest yeah, thing. That's, so that's what they do now. Right. Right. So, but because the the courses, you know, the 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 curriculum is much tougher. It's not it's not like it used to be. Matter of fact, I have my doctorate in radio. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you went your radio screwed up, I'll come over and do surgery on it. <laughs> You're actually an excellent broadcast engineer, Brad. Oh no. You really are. No, you know you, what? You would have been one of the top in the FAA. Oh no, no, no. What would yeah. FAA engineers? I'm sorry. Yeah, then you're not saying much for the FAA engineers. <laughs> if you're saying that's I was one of the top, true. you're not saying much for them. Um, no. Hey, how? That's, that's not true. How quick did I get it back? Get us back on the air on Friday, right? <laughs> of course, our transmitter, KSLQ and crap goes off the air on Friday. What time? What? What? Two o'clock or something? You told me about that. Yeah. Yeah. And it just must have gone off because I was listening to it literally five minutes before you called. I'm going like, it's not off the air. And sure enough, it's off the air. So I drove out there and minus eight degrees temperature, literally. You know, they talk about how how quick, you know, you can freeze in like very, very, very cold temperatures. Yes. My walk from the car, I didn't put my gloves on. My walk from the car to the transmitter building up the hill is like maybe... I don't know, 40, 50 feet. When I got inside the transmitter building, my toes were tingling. I told you my... I had car hearts I would let you use. Well, car hearts won't help my toes and my hands. They I, they will, actually. I didn't put my combat boots on. I had my regular boots it's, on. Why didn't you put heavy socks on? Because, you know, I'm all, I'm a nerd. I did I wear the same stuff all the time. You know, who, if, who cares I if mean, it's... Did you have your thongs on? <laughs> 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 see, see what's interesting. Back in the day, those were what, what people call flip flops. Remember that? Yes. People used to call the things that now are flip flops. They used to call those thongs. And now, yes. now thongs are the things you wear. Where thongs if you're a woman at the thong. beach, you your butt cheeks hang out, right? Like the women. I'm with, sorry. The women with their bikinis with the thong bottoms, their their butt cheeks hang out, right? Yeah. There's only yeah. Those like spandex and speedos are a privilege, not a right. Yeah. Okay, we have to take a break, uh, and then we have we have a new song that we've added to our rotation because of the fact that I put this. You know, we're going to start playing this once every other hour, twenty four hours a day. So it's going to be played twelve hours a day because there is a research resurgence of COVID, and we have to fight it. And I have just the term, or just just the tool, just the tool to help fight COVID. Okay. <laughs> You're going, what's he going to do now, right? <laughs> yeah, that's actually what I was thinking, okay. exactly okay. verbatim. It's 646. <laughs> you know, first time I heard that song, I thought to myself, I don't know. Second time, I thought to myself, I like that. Third time, I love that song. I don't know why. It's not my typical typical kind of song that I like. Well, it kind of reminds me of a chick flick. So did that come off some kind of soundtrack? No, if you watch the video, the video, once again, it's one of these mini movie kind of things where it's you're going like, okay, what's going on here? Is she, I'm going to use an old term, is she live or Memorex? It's like she's watching yeah. herself in the video. So in other words, she's like, starts off where she's sitting like some kind of, a, looks like a bar and they're shooting a video. They're actually shooting a video, okay? And uh-huh. and then something happens where the video starts being shot, but she's in it, but she's watching herself being in the video. Does that make any sense? She, yeah. Who's she's on like, first? Yeah, she's like watching herself. Anyway, um, by the way, 
Uh, I was doing, man, I've been doing so much web work. If, hopefully, I'll be able to talk about this tomorrow. So does that mean like your hands are webbed no. and your feet? Boy, you were, you were on top of it this morning, aren't you? <laughs> you were like right there. And Shelly, are you making fun of me? <laughs> yes, actually, I am. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Remember, well, you're welcome. Remember what That's I said what about we do. Remember, right? Remember what Randy I, Bluestone. Yeah, I was just going to say. Remember what I said about Randy Bluestone. <laughs> Randy Bluestone, the owner of the Country Club Car Washes, the founder. Yeah, the founder, who's unfortunately, I think he's been gone ten years now, which is it maybe even longer. Died much too early. Randy was one of those guys. He was a very good friend of yours. Well, he explained to me one day because he was constantly giving me crap, let's call it, but he used to, you know, he used to all talk about he was giving me S blank blank T. We get the we get the whole constantly. You know. And this is the way he was. And one day he said to me, which has stuck with me, he says, The best the better friend you are with somebody, the more crap you can give them. Although he didn't say crap. And and he said it like so so many words, I'm going like I don't believe I just heard that. And it's really true. Because if you see guys, especially, like, for example, when I worked for the police department, okay, there were shifts. We had two women on the force, but there were shifts when it was all men. They would be in the squad room, like, before their shift started or after their shift started, or like when they were transition, when, the, you know, the one shift was coming in, the old shift was coming out. They were, like, throwing barbs back and forth at each other. You know, hey, blah, blah. It was, none of it was nice. It was, I mean, it was all, it was all, you know, it was all done in good fun, but it was cutting to the bone kind of stuff. One guy, you know, was in the process of getting divorced, you know, caught his wife cheating with another guy. They were on him morning, noon, and night. I mean, just, like, ribbing him about, hey, you know, you know, I mean, I, things I can't even say, you know, and, and, and when he got upset, they would all go, hey, man, come on, back down. We're just having fun, okay? I've been around hockey players, okay? I remember when we used to do the the broadcasts, so we used to do the St. Louis Blues broadcasts, and occasionally, from time to time, we'd be around it. Matter of fact, one time we did this at Chris Offenberg Ford, when the time it was Ford, Lincoln, Mercury, Jeep, the whole bit before they got canceled on some of their brands, which wasn't their fault. But anyway, they had what we called the Blues Caravan, and here shows up Bob Plager and like, you know, and we didn't know who was coming. We just know a bus was going to show up. We know, hey, we, they told us, hey, you know, uh, we arranged this through the blues. Hey, there's going to be, you know, you, you want to do a remote broadcast? Yeah, okay. Find a client who wants to have these guys do an autograph session. So we had Chris Offenberg, Ford, and we didn't know who's going to show up. So who comes off the bus but Bob Plager, you know, good old Bobby Plager and like three or four blues players. And the entire time they were there, they just did nothing but rag on each other. But it was all fun. You know, I mean, and the things they would say back and forth were like, you know, like, you know, I mean, they were making fun of Bobby because he was an old man and they were, you know, young and on the team. And, you know, and they were making they were making, you know, th- you know, uh, questions of his manhood. I mean, just just fun stuff. And it was so interesting. And I said, the the guy, matter of fact, Chris Kerber, I believe, was there, who was the broadcaster. I go, they always like this? He says, yeah, these are hockey players. They, they, they use it nonstop. You know, that's why they have their nicknames for each. They don't call by their real names. Everybody has a nickname. You ever work any place where everybody has a nickname? I have. The guy who... who Ho folks. Really? Everybody have a nickname? Yep. Really? The, yep. The guy who got me in the ham radio, Jim Wellinghoff, he worked at Channel 5 as an engineer. He was Jelly Roll. What were you? I, I didn't work at Channel Five, but but in other words, he when when he was around his Channel Five friends, they were all and it's funny because 
I've actually asked people in the past who've worked at Channel Five. I said, "Did you know Jim Wallinghoff?" People. I'm sorry. I asked. I asked them. I, I I asked them. I said, "Do you know Jim Wellinghoff? Jim Wellinghoff. Jelly Roll? Oh yeah, I know Jelly Roll. <laughs> they didn't know his real name. They knew him by Jelly Roll. Is that weird or what? Have you ever had a uh, name that's not yours? Never. <laughs> I mean, really. A name that's not mine? What do you yeah. mean? Yeah, like when I worked at Poe Folks. Yeah. My name was Bish. Bish. Yeah. Came pretty close there for a minute. I'm thinking to myself, what she's saying? It was because my last name was Bishop. Oh, you were married at the time? Yes. That was a different husband? No, that was Tiffany's biological father. Well, that was a different husband than the one you have right now. That's what I meant. About yes, a different, a different he was husband. my... Right, right. First, my Bishop was my first husband. So they named you Bish? Yeah. People used to call me... B-I-S-H, and they actually made me a name tag. People used to call me Hildy. Hildy. Yeah, Hildy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, by That's the way. funny. No wonder you like chick flicks. I forgot to play this. I forgot to play this. You did? Yes. And I even reminded you of it. COVID-19. Are you having a Shelly moment? I am. I'm having a Shelly year, and it's almost over. <laughs> COVID-19 is coming back. We need to fight it. And who do we have to fight it? Kenneth Copeland. So, Shelly. Brad. How was your Christmas? It was lovely. Really? What'd you do? It really was. Did you go deliver food for uh, for the brass rail? No, that's Thanksgiving. Oh, wrong holiday. Okay, so no, but I did do something that was very Christmassy, spirity. Yeah, I'm not going to go into it because that's not why I did it. Right. But I, I, I did do something that was very Christmassy, and Tiffany and I both did. You know what I have? Well, tell me what it is. Can you can you tell us about that, or is that top secret? It's not top secret. I just don't want to. You don't want to make make the, a big deal out of it. You don't want to make the rest of us peons. Like you know, you're going to tell she went to Buckingham Palace and had breakfast with the Queen or <laughs> yeah. something like that. Well, I had breakfast with the Queen on Christmas morning, and I go, "Oh no, um, no it's the Queen, King." Excuse me, Queen's dead. Yes, King. King. You know what? Wow, <laughs> that was. T- I'm telling you, <laughs> who gets who gets more wow. publicity than Donald Trump? The royal family. I am so sick and tired of hearing the inner workings of the royal family, how they hate Meghan Markle. I'm going, okay, give it a rest. And I don't understand why. She's lovely. No, but I don't think they do. I mean, remember, she's the one that said, I got treated so bad. What was the name of that show where she did the suitcases with Howie Mandel? What was that? You know, twist or turn or I can't remember. What it and remember, she's talking about I got treated so poorly and I got treated and I was a woman and I was I was I was objectified and blah 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 blah. And they talked to almost every other woman who was on the show. It was great. We loved it. Howie Mandel couldn't have been nicer to me. The staff was very nice to me. It gave me a, a you know it gave me a, a nice point in my resume. It helped me get other jobs. Not her. Hey, it was terrible. There were people were nasty to me. They were terrible. Helped her land a prince. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She, yeah, right. He, he says. She did not get the short end of the stick right, on that right. one. The great line, yeah. Because, in fact, he saw her on the show one day. Oh, look at that woman. She's beautiful. I want to marry I her. I actually remember her well, on, on that briefcase show. You know, it's like, I would, I'm going to say this on the air, right? Frank Opinion, okay? At one point in time, Frank Opinion was making more money than any other person in the radio business. Like, even like probably the highest paid radio guy in the business 
behind him, he was probably making three times more than anybody else in the radio business because he had a very lucrative contract, okay? And if you talk to Frank, you would think he, they were paying him six bucks an hour. You know what I mean? I mean, he always complained. He complained about everything. That was his life. I don't know if he's gotten better or not. I've known him for years. I've known him since like 1980. Maybe me earlier than that. I think it might have been earlier than that. 79 or something like that. One of the most talented guys I've ever worked with. But as he got older, I don't know what happened. All he did was complain. Complain, 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 complain. Complain, 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 complain. That's all he did. You know? Is that like older people concerned about their bowels? Well, it's people people that sort of drive me crazy are the people that like have lots of money and have a great life and all they can do is complain. And that's him. I mean, at one point in time, he I don't know how many you know, I like for example, he always wanted to make it like, oh, just a regular guy. For a while, I mean, this goes back like maybe ten or fifteen years ago. He decided he didn't like the the winter anymore, so he bought like a million dollar house in Palm Springs, California. You know, and like you know, expensive house. So he would leave St. Louis, like which I don't is know. probably no bigger than the houses in. Yeah, it's probably eight hundred square feet, <laughs> right? You know, so so he would leave St. Louis like right before Thanksgiving, and he wouldn't come back till like March or April, and he would complain, he complain, 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 complain. It's all he ever did, and 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 to the point where where. You know, there's some people that don't have much and they're just as happy as can be. You know, they're very satisfied with their life. You know, well, you know, I wish I could have had done this, but you know what? I'm happy. I got a house and I got a, you know, roof over my head and I got a car to drive. And, you know, I got. I, I do know what you mean. Right. And then you got people who are like super rich and always complain. Oh, things are so terrible for me. My Ferrari broke rich down the other day. people have just as many issues they have, and demons. They have, as people who are not rich. They have more, okay? I agree with that. They have. Because I was raised in that. Well, I was not. I was the black sheep of the family. Really? You the black sheep? I'm sorry? You the black sheep? I was, yeah. Can you rap? I can do. I can <laughs> rap I Size Baby. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> See, you can't. That's one of the terms you can't use anymore. You can't use black sheep. <laughs> Why? That's racially insensitive. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I've taken be that the as it may. I've, I have. I. I came to the conclusion a long time ago that really uber rich people. Um, they do. They. They deal with things. Um, like like we all do. Well, you should have. And they're pretty messed up. Um, deal or no deal. The smartest woman said, "Deal or no deal." Oh, yeah. Ma- uh, Meghan Markle, never happy. Right. That's what I said. She's never happy. I mean, she married the Prince of England. She's like in the, she was in the royal family and she didn't like the royal family. Oh, we're going back to America. I mean, you know, imagine that poor prince. He's going like, oh, I wish I was back in England. And where the food's so good. We have all that great English food. <laughs> Not. <laughs> that's one. That's one country. You think about it. we got Mexican restaurants, we got Vietnamese restaurants, you got Chinese restaurants, you got all sorts of different restaurants. You got Italian restaurants. We have a big Italian restaurant thing here with the the Hill and all the other spinoffs of that. Nobody has an English restaurant. Nobody goes to like it's the London House, you know. And there's because the London food sucks. Is that true? Yeah, my dad was there. He told me that. Oh. No, they don't have, they don't have, they don't, they have a reputation of not so great. I mean, tell me, except for an English muffin, tell me what's, what's from London, what's from England. 
tell me one uh, thing. Chocolate. No, chocolate is typically yes. no. Chocolate usually comes out and of this lovely no chocolate skincare line. No, chocolate is like it smells like roses. It's <laughs> lovely. Chocolate is like uh, from Switzerland and Germany and things like that. German chocolates and Belgium and, and blah, right, blah blah right. blah blah. It's blah, not. But it's not. London England. has good chocolate too. They don't. Hold on. Okay, Brad, Mister, I've been there. Hold on a minute. Here we're go- we're going to the ultimate source. Okay, going to the ultimate source. Hold on a minute. Let me find this. <sighs> Does London have good chocolate? London and London D O N have good chocolate. C H C H O C O L A T E, and um, is London known for chocolate? It says London is not home to fi- some of the finest chocolatiers in the world. It says right there. <laughs> Seriously, send that to me. It says right. It Screenshot says, it and send it hold, to me. It says right here. It says London is not the home of some of the finest chocolatiers in the world. Okay, I'm screenshot to you right now. You can look at uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. You know, send boom. it to me, Brad. Uh okay, I'm sending it to you right now. Okay. You 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 are? I always like to prove you wrong. I yeah, I know. By the way, I she got it right now. Okay. London says right there, London is not the home of some of the finest chocolatiers in the world. By the way, uh the smartest woman in the world just told me that here we go again. Um, oh, fish and chips, she says. Eh, I'll give her that. You know, I do like, I used to, I used to like eating Arthur Treacher's. Remember Arthur Treacher's? He's gone now. I do. Yes. Okay, here she's got seven traditional British dishes you should, you'd need to try. Fish and chips is number one, bangers and mash, full English breakfast, Sunday roast, toad in the hole. I don't want to, don't want to know what that is. Shepherd's pie, cottage pie, steak and kidney pie. How come there aren't any restaurants serving this if it's so good? How come the, hey, it's, it's London, it's London East or London West. Come on and have our bangers and mash and come and have our toad in the hole. Yes, we have the best toad in the hole in the St. Louis area. Come to St. Charles County for, for our special bangers mash and our full English breakfast and shepherd's pie and cottage pie and steak and kidney pie. Kidney pie. Ew. Kidney pie. Ew. I don't do vital organs. I know who likes kidney pie. Who? <laughs> oh. Mm-mm. No. Absolutely not. Should I say it? No. I'm telling you no. That was so funny last week. Please. Yeah, no, Brad. I can't tell that, can I? No. Oh, I get in trouble not. for that. Yeah. <laughs> because I would have people. You, you don't he, even have to explain why you can't say it. You just he, can't say it. He's being insensitive because of the fact uh, that, that. What did I just say? What do we call him? You're going to go and freaking tell it anyway. We call him Mr. K, right? <laughs> You're a child. I am. You're a man child. Things, things like that always make me smile. <laughs> It's, well, good. It's not me. Hey, I didn't even ask you. How was your Christmas? I worked all day. Literally, I worked all day from the time I you know, woke up till the time I went to bed. Um, oh, I did have, I did have, you know what I had for lunch on Christmas Day? Pepperoni pizza. I did. I had pepperoni pizza for lunch on Christmas Day. Uh, matter of fact, it was interesting because of the fact that I thought to myself, 
I didn't go down to see my son, so I thought to myself, okay, on Friday, on Christmas Eve, I went and got a Domino's pizza. And I ate half of it and put the other half in the refrigerator. And uh, I ate, I ate, uh, and I ate it on Christmas Day, Sunday, Christmas Day for lunch. I didn't. Eat, matter of fact, I ate two pieces. I, don't, I still have two pieces left. Uh, but um, anyway, yeah, it was good. It was good. I had for for lunch and Christmas Day, I had pepperoni pizza and Mountain Dew. I was actually going to have a pepperoni pizza sent to your where you were located at, but I didn't have the address, and I didn't want to tell you because then you go, I don't need That's exactly what I would have said. Okay. Smartest, I know. Smartest woman in the world said, toad in the hole or sausage toad is traditional English dish consisting of sausages and Yorkshire pudding batter, usually served with onion gravy and vegetables. Oh, my God. That sounds horrible. Historically, the dish has also been prepped using other meats such as rump steak and lamb's kidney. No thanks. No. So that's why there are no English restaurants in St. Louis. <laughs> it's, that's the reason why. It's hey, like, mm, come. No, I'm, you know, I'm going to have that be a hard no. Can you imagine doing a commercial? Hey, let me, hey, I'll do a commercial. Hey, come in today for a toad in the hole. Yes, it's a traditional English dish consisting of sausages and Yorkshire pudding, batter usually served with onion gravy and vegetables. Mm. Historically, the dish has also been prepared using other meats such as rump steak and lamb's kidney. Yes, we said, we said lamb's kidney. You want to eat right come to london house in st charles where you can have steak and lamb's kidney only for a limited amount of time by the way you know what happened on friday what we had we had um jack frost on the air friday morning yeah and i asked him about christmas traditions on main street Uh, and uh he said they'd be out there no, no matter what they canceled friday did you know that because of the cold yeah they closed it on. i don't blame them yeah, but he, but Jack, he's probably mad because of that. Hold, hold, hold well, on. What is, he's probably going to penalize us now. Hold on a minute. Let's let's find out. <laughs> if if Jack Frost will answer his phone. <laughs> hold on a minute. <laughs> Should I do this or not? <laughs> Did you? You do. You do. You boo. You boo. By by the way, have you heard the story about Yeezy Yeezy shoes from what Nike or who, who do you do with it? You know, you know the Yeezy shoes. No. Hold on a minute. Let me just call call him. See if he answers the phone quick. Um, he probably won't. He's probably asleep still. He's probably sleeping. I'll put this on here. Hold on a minute. probably won't answer he's probably asleep he's probably back in the north pole already his phone he probably work. is or he's in transit his phone doesn't work up there he's asleep or he's 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 he's, he's in hibernation hi yep he's in hibernation okay um <laughs> You tickle yourself, don't you? <laughs> no, I just thought of something I can't say on the air. Which yeah, is, let's which is not a, do that. Which is a lot of things. Okay, so Christmas <laughs> Day, really is. Christmas Day, to give you an idea what a what a what a great guy I am, you know, just pat myself on the back. I hurt my my arm doing it. I go to the Quickie Mart, and not just any Quickie Mart, but my favorite Quickie Mart. You know which Quickie Mart I'm talking about, right? 
uh-huh. where, <laughs> where it's always an interesting day at the Quickie Mart. So I go in, and what am I going in there for? I'm going in for a donut. I got the craving for a donut, a donut and a Mountain Dew. So I'll come out with my donut Mountain Dew, and a voice behind me says, Sir, could you help me out? <clears throat> and I look at it, and it's one of the, hold on a minute. It's one of the, as my police jargon used to be, known characters that hangs out and panhandles at this particular quickie mart. And I looked at him, and he looked at me, and he says, it's Christmas. Can you help me out? And I said, all I got's a $10 bill. He goes, bless you, son, bless you. I gave him 10 bucks. How's that for <laughs> I thought that was very sweet, actually. How's that for Christmas But I Day? thought you were going to say... Can you make change? Uh, yes. <laughs> you changed for and, a and He says to me, he says to me, most people give me a one. I go, it's Christmas. You get a 10. And, Aww, and I'm, aren't you just sweet? And, I, you know, and what I did was, <clears throat> I shouldn't tell you this, the rest of the story. What I did was, I drove my car around the block and I parked it in the parking lot. And I went back up, and there's some bushes near this quickie mart, and I uh -huh. hid, in, hid in the bushes. And about 20, 30 minutes later, he gets in his Lamborghini and he leaves. Yep. <laughs> That's about right. I'm going like, he's driving a Lambo and I'm not. I'm driving a $300 car. How's he driving a Lambo? Did he really get in a Lambo? Well, let me put it this way. <laughs> he got picked up by someone that I think was his girlfriend, and I think they were headed to the east side. How do you figure? She had Illinois plates. Oh. By the okay. way, I found this really interesting article in the Post-Dispatch over the weekend about this guy in St. Louis who sells license plates. Not, okay. Not new ones, but, you know, used ones, stuff like that. And I didn't even realize that there's a huge collector's... Um, thing with license plates there's there all, is. all sorts of people to collect them man i've got some good ones i've got some really good ones but there's one side i found the only downside with this guy's here let me give the guy some publicity he's a local guy let me see if i can find it real quick um where is it i saved it uh it should be right here it's called uh, darn it i can't find it say something why i find this what do you want me to say? I don't know. Say anything. Why? Why I find this? Okay. Well, I will tell you that Harper Fay just amazes me. She she knows how to open doors now. The kid is fourteen months. Maybe this is normal, but she opens doors. She is um, have figured out how to. Uh, She's almost like she's going through a terrible twos because even though she's only 14 months, she was kind of spicy yesterday. <laughs> she would not take a nap, but it's okay because she had a lot of stimulation because she got to open presents, and she's really into that. Okay, I found it. ShopLicensePlates.com. Local guy. 
ShopLicensePlates.com is your trusted source and purveyor of license plates for sale since 2003. We have old vintage antique license plates for sale. With a bumper crop of over 25,000 in stock, the newspaper article says 100,000. We are virtually warehouse, our virtual warehouse of license plates. We're vintage and antique license plate dealers, your license plate store. All are real, used, and expired government issued. We have car, automobile, truck, trailer, dealer, farm, transporter, semi, motorcycle, National Guard, veteran, and many, many other types available. I love personalized license plates, and I have several of them. My all-time favorite license plate, personalized license plates I ever saw, I was at the airport, and a guy, I was leaving, I was actually going to the East Terminal, as I used to know it. It was like East Terminal version number six. You know, they've changed that terminal around so many times. And I'm going there, and there's a guy picking up his wife. She had just gotten off a flight, and he was driving. I can still remember it like it happened yesterday. This is probably 20 years ago. And he had Texas plates because I always look at license plates. I'm a license plate freak. I'm, I'll go through parking lots. I look at people's license plates, okay? And I'd say the guy was probably mid-40s or something like that. And I looked down at his license plates, and it caught my attention because first it was only four digits, four letters, and it was a special plate. It was a Texas purple heart plate, okay? You know. Oh, yes. And you know what the light license plate number was? What? Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Purple Heart recipient, and his license plate is ouch. I thought to That's myself, awesome. that is so funny. <laughs> you know, yes, he got shot in combat, and it hurt. Ouch. I'm thinking to myself, that's the best one ever. I mean, it yeah. really is. Sometimes you see, and matter of fact, my one set of personalized plates has gotten me almost arrested twice. And yes, gotten me in the city of St. Louis. You know the story. You know it's true got me over 500 parking tickets in the city of St. Louis. Remember when I showed them to you? Not yes. I didn't show you the parking tickets. You were double, quadruple <laughs> parked at the same time. Yes. One day. One, I, in one vehicle. I get a statement from the city of St. Louis. And in one day, one day, I got, it was like 23 or 24 parking tickets. In one day. And sometimes the tickets were like, you know, 10.32 in the morning, North St. Louis, 10.34 in the morning, South St. Louis, 10, 10.46 in the morning, Central West End, you know, uh, 10.50, downtown St. Louis. I'm going like, man, I can get around, can't I? <laughs> that car moves at the speed of sound, or the speed of light. I mean, you know, two minutes, I'm in North St. Louis. Then two minutes later, I'm in South St. Louis. Then three minutes later, I'm in Central West End. And that was because... <laughs> I, I won't tell the story because you'll figure out what license plate number is and I don't want to give it out. But it's to the point where that same license plate got license plate got me pulled over with felony traffic stops twice because it's entered in the computer as wanted because the driver of the car is wanted for wanted for murder. <laughs> the only problem is when they pull me over both times, when they pulled me over, they realized I was not Cassandra Johnson or whatever her name was. You know, it was something like that. I was not a 23-year-old black female. And I'm sorry, but I don't look like a 23. First off, I don't look 23 anymore because I'm 87 now. So I'm old and crinkly and ugly. Uh, but I don't look like a 20, a 23-year-old black female. Twice that has happened. Literally one time. The first time it happened, I was on Manchester. I had guys behind me, cops behind me. I'm going, man, he's just riding my bumper. Is he going to pull me over or not? And I probably went a mile. And then all of a sudden, lights come on. I pull over to the side of Manchester. He gets on the, his speaker. Pull over to the subdivision. Pull over to the subdivision. So I pulled him to the subdivision. He doesn't get out of the car. I'm going, this is not good. And all of a sudden, another police car comes and parks right in front of me. Literally, 
goes the wrong way, parks in front of me. Another one comes and blocks me in the left side. Another one blocks me in the right side. He drove on this lady's front lawn. I guess it was some lady. Somebody lived there. She's on her front lawn. They got me blocked in. I look at my rear view mirror, my side view mirror. The guy's getting out of his car. He's got his hand on his gun. I'm going like, this is not going well for me. <laughs> and as he comes up to the door, I roll the window down. I'm doing the old thing. I'm, you know, my son taught me well. My keys are on the dashboard. My hands are at 10 and 2 on the steering wheel. And he looks in at me, and he sort of looks at me, and he says, I can still remember. He says, you know, you don't look like a 23-year-old black woman. I go, because I'm not. And so then he eases up, and he says, well... He says, your license plate's in the computer is being wanted for, the occupant of this vehicle is being wanted for murder, 23-year-old Tashara Smith, or I don't know what the hell the name was, some somebody from North City. They go, that's not me. And then it happened like about three or four months later. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall. <laughs> not going to lie. Well, I told you how I, got, how, I got, how I got in trouble at the airport. I told you that story, didn't I? Uh-uh. The airport police? Oh. oh, I never told you that story. No. Uh, that's another great one where he was going to throw me in jail. Why? Um, but, and I used my, once again, my son, my oldest son taught me well, and that got me out of trouble. Do you care to expound on that? <sighs> next break. Okay. I'll tell the story next break. Okay. Okay. Next break. Okay. Um, it is uh, da, 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 7.29. It is BS.show. Foster the people who do my niece's favorite song. You know what that one is? One she hates? I do. <laughs> and rightfully so. Okay, what do you sound like you're talking into a tin can? What are you doing? I'm talking into a tin can. Much better. Okay. Quick story. You asked me to tell the story. Um, years ago... I'm going to the airport on the north side to drop something off at the FedEx terminal. You can drop it right off the terminal, yep. you know, where the planes literally on the back side of the building, the planes are sitting on the front side. You drive it in the parking lot. It's where it's where all the all the rich people hang out because that's where all like the uh, private jets and everything come in the north side of the airport. Okay, so coast. Yeah, you know that? I don't. I don't think it's mid coast anymore. I think it's, it's not. Mid, I think no, it's, it's not anymore. I think it's Signature or something like that. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So as I'm leaving. I'm going to curve around on McDonald, which now goes way out to the east, you know, uh, almost out to 170 because they lengthen the runway. Yeah, it does. And they, and they, you know, you know, matter of fact, when you were working out there, McDonald was much further to the west. Now they made it way out, goes way out to the east, okay? Literally, goes almost out to 170. You go through a big curve. McDonald used to be straight from, from like up there at, um, you know, where the world headquarters of Boeing used to be, or McDonnell Douglas. Yes. And it used to be a straight line, due south all the way down to uh, where it cuts in there at Natural Bridge. And now you do this great big turn, you know, you'd like be, do like a half circle. You go way out east. So it's probably right around dusk. And as I'm driving out of the FedEx terminal, I make a right there to go down towards 70 on McDonald. I realize it's just this unbelievably beautiful sunset. And because of the fact that I'm at the airport and there's nothing out there, it's like a clean shot. There's no trees. There's no houses. There's no nothing. It's like, oh, my God, look at this shot. So I have my camera with me, and I get out of my car, and I go right up to the fence and stick the lens of my camera right between the chain links. In other words, I can get a nice, clean shot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. 
And I'm taking pictures, you know, adjusting aperture, all this kind of stuff, because I half want to know what I'm doing. I'm trying to make a really cool, artsy-craftsy picture of the sun setting over the airport, okay? And all of a sudden, I hear on a loudspeaker, step away from the fence. I go, what is this? I turn around, and right behind my car, there's a St. Louis police officer, but they're the airport police. They're actually employed by the city of St. Louis, but they are full-blown yes, police. You know, you've dealt with them out at the airport, right? Uh-huh. Great guys. This guy was not so nice to me. So he, well, he com- probably thought you were going to do something to the airport, <laughs> well, Brad. He, he commands me on his speaker, step away from the fence and walk backwards toward me. I'm going like, this is not going to turn out well for Brad. So I'm like, you know, it's like something out of cops. I'm going, so I walk backwards and he says, stand with your back toward me in front of your car or behind your car. So I'm between, I'm between my car and his car. Okay. So he, he says, says step backwards to the, to the, to the, to my voice and stop at my front fender. So I do this backwards walk and I walk back and I'm standing next to his front fender, turned around backwards. And I said to him, and this is what broke the ice. I said, and by this time he's off his speaker, he says, what are you doing? And I said, I'm taking pictures. And he says, no, what are you really doing? And I said to him, I used it. I, this is the line I used it in which it broke the ice. I said, officer, I learned this from my son. Officer, I am carrying. I have a weapon with me at 3 o'clock. And he says, you do, do you? (laughs) I go, yes, I do. He says, turn around and face me. So he turned around and faced me. He says, what are you doing? I got my camera. I go, I'm taking a picture of the sunset. And he goes, no, really, what are you doing? And I go, I'm taking a picture of the sunset. And he says, do you see the signs? And all up and down McDonald. Used to be able to park there and watch the planes come in. Not anymore. It says no parking, no standing. You're not even allowed to you're not even allowed to get out of your car. I guess it's because You can't even dawdle. Yeah, you can't no dawdling allowed. Yes. So 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 he says to me, he says, Can you read? And my car is parked right next to one of the signs. He says, Your car is parked <laughs> Bravo, right next Brad. to the sign. I go. Well, I wasn't parking. Ish. I was just taking a picture. Ish. He says, your car, what he says to me, he says, what gear is your car in right now? I go, park. And he says, you're parking. And I go, I guess I am. So he starts, you know, once again, then he starts getting nicer to me. He says, he says, seriously, are you just taking pictures? I go, yeah, I'm taking pictures. And he says to me, thanks for telling me you have a weapon on you. He says, because the bad guys, I swear to God, this is what he says. He says, the bad guys will never tell you that. <laughs> you know, they're not going to say, hey, officer, I got a gun, and if you don't leave me alone, I'm going to pull it out and shoot you. They'll never say that, right? Yeah. Never will they say that. Nope. So he was going to write me a ticket. And I said to him. He was. I said, You're lucky he didn't arrest you. I'm watching the, I'm watching you the sunset. Yeah, I'm going to watch in the sunset. <laughs> and he goes, I don't care. He says, you're not supposed to be there. So I go, look. I, I just went to FedEx. I'm driving along here. I see the sun, sun, sunset. It's beautiful. You know, I'm a, I'm an a old pilot. You know, used to fly helicopters. Blah, 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 blah. He says, okay, I'll let you go. He says, I'm giving you a warning. But don't do it again. Okay, officer, no problem. <laughs> See, my son... Oh, I'll let you go, huh? <laughs> yes, my son worked for a police officer for a while. Matter of fact, had this guy had a gun shop, and my son is a gun 
I won't call him an expert because, you know, an expert would be, I mean, my son is like really good with, I mean, he's taken like the Smith and Wesson armorers class. He's taken the Glock armorers class. I mean, given by the factory dudes, you know, it's a whole day. They teach you how to take apart Glocks and take apart Smith and Wessons and gunsmith them and the whole bit. Okay. So my son worked for a guy at the time who was a police officer who had a gun shop. And this guy used to be an MP in the army. And matter of fact, he still taught, I think he taught like, I think he actually taught rifle, you know, the, you know, rifle courses to the FBI guys because really? he, because he had access to the, see, people don't even know this. There's a shooting range out there by there Chris, by is. Francis Howell <laughs> high school. Matter of fact, if you, if you go down 94, oh, just, Francis Howell South, is that what you said? Francis Howell high school. I didn't say South. You said South. I think you said South. I said Francis Howell high school. I'm, there I'm, is no I'm feeling Southage. I would not make the mistake that you make. I'm, <laughs> by calling it south because there is no south i'm just saying anyway if you're going if you're going south of 94 that's what i said south of 94 and you pass uh-huh. you pass the high school and then you pass that fancy schmancy new building which nobody knows what it is and the big mound of of radioactive junk behind it the road goes <laughs> the mo- road makes a quick turn to the left just as you go down there's an access point where you go down to the kd trail everybody parks and if you go to the right there's an army base back there, and there's also the FBI shooting range. Did you know? Is that? there an army base? Yeah, there's an army base back there. I did not know that. Yes, that yes. I did not know. Yeah, because matter of fact, if you go to that quick trip, right, the qu- the quickie mart right there at 94 and O'Fallon Road, a lot of times you'll see the guys in there in their fatigues, and yeah. they're they're on they're on they're on you know on the weekends. They'll, you know because they're I think is they it have... an army base or is it army. other armed forces? No, it's army as well. It's army. It's like a reserve center or something like that. If you go back there, if huh. you, the reason the reason you go back there, if you go all the way back to the army base, you never come back because they 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 grab you and they throw you in. I the, was gonna say in the gulag, oh. and you never come out. And they, actually, they turn you over to the guy that at the airport police. That's what happens. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's gonna throw you in jail for taking pictures of the sunset. So, <laughs> so anyway, my son taught for this guy, and my son one of the classes he taught was how to get pulled over by the police. Honest to God, it was like a two-hour class. And they went through the whole thing. This is the you know the perfect... And my son told me the story. My son was sort of a lead foot. He was, my son, I think my son took driving after you. You know what I mean? He followed you around and he couldn't keep up I with you. I got me. kicked out of my driving class and flunked high school driving. Wow. <laughs> let me make sure so I pull that... So my parents let, let me, me through Sears Driving School. Uh, let, me, let me make sure I put that one... In, I'll pull that one off. That'll be another good dropper. Anyway... Yeah. Try to use that one, Brad. My son told me the story that twice he got pulled over for speeding. And once again, when he speeds, he speeds. He's doing like, if he if the, if the it's a 40, he's doing 60. Okay, that's just the way he drives. Sort of bothers me, but he drives like you. You know, the speed limit is, it's not a limit. The sp- I don't, how do you know if I even, how I drive? Shelly has told me, she says, you know those signs that says like, you know, speed limit 55? That's more of a suggestion. That's exactly what she says. That's not a law. That's just a suggestion. We suggest you drive 55, but you don't have to. Anyway. But officer, I can't drive 55. <laughs> I can't drive 55. Ma'am. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> When I, when I was going to college. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? And I said, do you know who I am? When I was going to SIU. <laughs> uh, That's when he called for backup. No, no. Yeah, I, I don't blame him. When I was going to SIU, one of my professors was a Porsche guy. And he drove a Porsche 911. I mean, they've been making those cars for years. And I, this is when they dropped the speed limit from 70 to 55. Uh-huh. And he complained about that for like two weeks because... 
55 was between gears for him. In other words, it was fourth was a little bit too low, and fifth was or no fifth was a little bit too high, and fourth was or, or, or whatever it was. He, you know, in other words, in other words, he couldn't get the car in its optimum optimum range because at 70 the car was designed to cruise along like in fifth gear at 70 with no problems. But yet at 55 it wouldn't drive right in in fifth gear. He had to drive in fourth gear, and it and it would rev the engine too high, and he got mad about that. But anyway, my son my son twice got pulled over by the police for speeding. And he did the perfect traffic stop. Hands on the steering wheel, keys out of the ignition on the dashboard, eyes straight ahead, address the officer, yes, sir, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, sir, no, sir. And within the first 30 seconds of the contact with the officer, I'll, I'll inform him that you are carrying and exactly where the weapon is. And he would say, officer, I'm carrying. I have a pistol at 3 o'clock. And both times, the guy goes back to the squad car, runs his driver's license, comes back to him and says, you know, I should have given you a ticket, but you were perfect on that traffic stop, so I'm not going to give you a ticket. I'm just going to give you a warning. So see, that's how you get out of a ticket. <laughs> you do the. Pre- I can't even get out of a ticket. The last ticket <laughs> yeah, I got, because, they you know, I, you know what? pulled me over at QT, and then he called for backup. Well, that I thought the last one you got was from the the the, the photo photo machine in, in Iowa, no? Wasn't that the last one you got? Oh, you're right. It was. Yeah. By the way, I thought of you the other day because what comes up on my Facebook page? Those license plate covers, which obscure your your number when the flash goes off. You ever seen those? What? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. It's a clear when you look at it with like normal vision. If you're looking at license plate, it's a clear license plate cover. But when a flash from a camera goes off, and they have a flash on those cameras, which takes your picture. Like just like it used to be like when St. Louis or like in Washington, you know that somebody was in trouble because at night all the flashes go off, like blah 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 blah. You know, like somebody's going through a red light. Okay, uh-huh. the lens when the flash hits the lens, it obscures the license plate number. It's like a filter. It's like a holographic kind of filter. So if so, you, where do you get those? Do they come with it? Oh, you want me to get you one? <laughs> They're all over the internet. Sure, I don't care. <laughs> But it can't go, it cannot interfere with my glitter around my license Let me plate. see if, it got, if, if it's got the glitter-free license one. We'll check it out. Okay, we have to take a break. Okay. I, oh, what okay. were you going to say? What were you going to say? No, well, now you pressurized me and I forgot. I put the lead weight on the pressure cooker. That's what I did. You know that song where he says, the guy says, here we go. You know who that is? I'm thinking, but I don't remember. It's the guy of the New York subway system. That's right. Yeah. I knew it was something <laughs> yes. unique. It's the guy who says, step back from the door as the door is closed, whatever he says. If you've, if you, and it was interesting is because the people who are from New York when that song came out, oh, that's the subway guy. He gives the, you know, you know, uh, he says various things and they literally found out who the guy was and they said, we would like to put you on a record. And at first he goes, yeah, right. You're going to put me on a record. And they go, no, you're going to, I, they're probably paying him royalties for it. Anyway, that's what he does. I hope so. He's the voice of the New York city subway system. Please step to the rear of the coach. You know, whatever he says, I don't know if they, exactly what they say there, but isn't that sort of bizarre? They get the subway dude that does that. I actually think that that was a beautiful idea. That's because you're a, a voice acting agent and he was one of your clients and you got money off of it, right? What does it have to do with anything? <laughs> what does your show have to do with anything, right? <laughs> it doesn't have anything to do with anything. Yeah. 
Doesn't have to do with anything. Aww. Nothing, 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 nothing. Um, so, you know, I don't necessarily like this week um, because of the fact that everybody's gone. You know, nobody's working. We're here. We were going to go on the air yesterday, and I thought, come on, let's go on, Shelly. She goes, no, I don't want to do it. It's the day after Christmas. That is exactly not how it happened. <laughs> how did it happen? Tell me. How did it happen? The exact opposite of what you just said. Okay. Uh, anyway, I was trying to look at something here. I just got something, um, a video, which... I'm about 90% happy with, and there's 10% wrong with it, but I have to work on that later. And what is that? Oh, a couple different things. Uh-huh. I mean, I got to look at my list here, what we haven't talked about so this morning. I have to refer to this pretty bad. The show gets to the point where we get near the end, I run out of stuff to talk about. Isn't that terrible? No. BS show. Here we go. What's today? Today's today. Uh, we talked about, I talked about that last week. Remember, I talked about the fact that I heard the guy. What are you looking at? I'm looking at my list. I'm looking at, remember, oh. remember I talked about Jason Whitlock, the guy who is the black dude who is now become like anti-black, which is interesting. Um, and he's the guy that talked about the reason why San Francisco is gay. Has a lot of gay men, specifically gay men. Remember, he said during the gold rush of the mid-1800s, that San Francisco was 93% men. There were only 7% women. So there weren't enough women around, so the guys just said, well, who needs women when you got men, right? Uh, we talked about that. Oh, Stacey Abrams, you know, who ran for governor of of Georgia for the second time and lost even worse this time around. Okay. Now she's in all sorts of financial trouble because it comes out she was paying all these people to do crazy stuff. She was paying a whole group of people to do TikTok videos for it, like millions of dollars. Millions of dollars to do TikTok videos. I'll do it for 100000 You know, give me $100,000. I'll turn out some great TikTok videos for you. Um, I told you about that one. That one, that one. Hold on a minute. I'm still looking. I'm trying to trying to figure out, you know, finalize all the stuff. So we, we missed last week. We didn't get done last week. Um, here's a sad one. A sad one with... It happened in the city of St. Louis. This guy, his name is Rick Wader, W-A-D-E-R, died of a heart attack on October 26, 2022, after being punched in the face by a patient at South City Hospital. He was a first. That happens quite a bit. He was a first responder. You think it does, but it does. He Not a... the whole dying part, but the patients being. Oh, I know. I know. He was. You know, spicy. A, ca- yes. a career first responder working shift at South City Hospital this past fall when a frustrated woman punched him in the face and triggered a, quote, fatal cardiac event, according to files charge, uh, charging uh, him Tuesday, or charging her Tuesday. The woman, 27-year-old Ariel Dilworth, faces a charge of involuntary manslaughter. She was frustrated with her care on October 26th, according to the court documents, and she punched waiter as he tried to escort her out of the building. The 45-year-old Potosi man's death left a hole in the hearts of his family and the community he dedicated his life to serving, said Jennifer Price, who had been in a relationship with Waiter for 11 years. I know everybody says that their person is wonderful, she says, but he really was a cut above. Waiter worked as a paramedic, firefighter, and educator for 25 years. He mentored new students and led them by example, Price said, and he helped other paramedics work through particularly difficult cases. His work was so inspiring that promoted, it prompted Price, who has also worked with Waiter as a volunteer firefighter, becoming EMT herself. I got the bug from him. Uh, 
Police police said surveillance video showed Dilworth punching Waiter in the face around 3.45 a.m. Officials initially ruled his death non-criminal and suspicious, but weeks later, a post-mortem exam determined the assault triggered his fatal cardiac event, court documents said. On Monday, a judge issued a warrant for Dilworth's arrest. She was ordered help without bond. Wow. Punching hospital people. I mean, that's got to be, there's a special pace, place in hell for those people. You know what I'm saying? I do. I mean, you're at the hospital. <laughs> there's a special place in hell for a lot of people. You're you're at the hospital helping people. You work at the hospital and somebody punches you? No. You know, you know. You get sent to Siberia for that. You get sent to to someplace in 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 Russia and let the Russian people take care of you. I, you know, I mean, how in the world? But how how did they do that two weeks later? The things that people do don't surprise me anymore at all. <sighs> like this show doesn't surprise me at all anymore. <laughs> I happen to like the show. Okay, um, I'm getting something from... And I think other people like the show too, Brad. Your mom does. My, my mother? My mom does. She does. My mom loves it. She does. <laughs> my mom le- never listened to radio. <laughs> That's what you say, but I'm sorry. It's I... true. No. Okay, we're done. I have to go oh. pull my clothes on and, and take care of business this morning, okay? <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> I Have do. a great day, everybody. I... Happy Tuesday. Um, it's getting closer to the end of the year. So Really? Uh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's 7.59. Peace and I fly. Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning Show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive, LLC. See you soon.